What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 51 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you all are having a great Tuesday, July 20th. I am currently coming at you live from Watiti, Honolulu. Um, I am currently on my second. Excuse me, sorry. Currently on my second day of vacation um, here with my girlfriends. Uh, it's been a great time so far. Uh, we actually got to see Pearl Harbor today. It's the second time I've personally been in Waikiki. Per- second time I've been uh, to Wa- Pearl Harbor. Um, always a great, um, you know, always a always a very humbling experience. A great, uh, you know, it's it's good to um, be humbled in the type of way that you are when you when you're experiencing something like Pearl Harbor, experiencing something like a 9/11 memorial. Um, you know, something with that significance and uh, the meaning that, you know, each of those events had for our country and, uh, you know, just how those, uh, you know, just those days and uh, played out and why they played out the way they did. Uh, It was very, um, very good uh, being able to understand, um, in my opinion, why, uh, you know, the events led to the way they did and being able to really fully take that all in. It, It was a lot. And, um, a lot in a good way. So, uh, great first day, real first day. I mean, we landed yesterday, got here, uh, probably about two or no, actually it was around one o'clock Hawaii time. So, um, about, I want to say, um, nine to 10 hours of traveling total, uh, cause we didn't get back to the hotel. We didn't get to our hotel by about two thirty um because we had a shuttle and the shuttle took forever so that was unfortunate but uh it is what it is um and uh we are in Waikiki now like i said um we're at i'm currently at my hotel uh and it's been a great time you know i have uh been i i've just been in uh plenty of uh bad situations in my life and this isn't even close to one i i just feel so blessed to be here, um, to be experiencing, you know, one of the most beautiful cities and, um, beautiful places in the world with, uh, the girl I love the most. And, um, you know, it's, it's just been such a great time and I couldn't, I couldn't even have imagined a, a better start to our vacation than it there already has been. And the fact that we still have, you know, five, five days, five, six days of, of fun left of uh you know full of excitement full of excursions um it, it's just been great so um you know like i said coming from you li- coming to you live from Waikiki, um if you hear any cars or anything like that i am currently on the balcony in my hotel room it's there's a it, it's it's a nice it's a nice view and like i said i'm, I'm just living life I'm, I'm having a fun time doing it and i could not be more blessed um you know just for everything right now and I'm just on. I'm just on high. I'm just on a very, very, very high right now, and uh, it's just off life, and I, I, I just love it. I love it so much. But uh, I hope you guys are all having a great Tuesday. Um, I hope that uh, everybody got, um, you know, through their work day, through their school day. If you're in summer school, whatever it may be, I hope uh, everybody had a good Tuesday. And um, you know, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into some music news. Um, Obviously, let's talk about some music that actually dropped this past Friday. Some music that I've gotten a chance to listen to. 
Um, I mean, let's get into the singles first and foremost. Logic, third single off of Bobby Tarantino three. Uh, I mean, supposedly off of Bobby Tarantino three. My way. Um, we're able to kind of hear some of his versatility in this in this track. Um, definitely gave me some supermarket vibes. He's definitely on. Uh, you know, some of his, uh, I mean, definitely a good beat. Don't get me wrong. Um, definitely, you know, the BPM was up. Um, definitely Logic wasn't singing the way he was, uh, you know, on DeLorean or some of those other chats on Supermarket, but it was definitely different than that scene and some of the, uh, the, the other, uh, what's it called? What was the other shot? Get Up that he had dropped as well. Um, Get Up is, as, I mean, actually Get Up and My Way are probably more similar to each other than that scene. That scene was definitely that banger. Um, you know, that, that, uh, definitely the Bobby Tarantino-esque, um, logic that we've, we've come to know. Um, but when it came to my way, when it came to, um, get up, we kind of saw, um, you know, more of the supermarket vibe, uh, more of the versatility, like I just mentioned. So that was, that was definitely a good track. Don't get me wrong. Um, another single that had dropped, uh, Trippy Red featuring little Uzi Vert, Holy Smokes. That was a great, you know, just a solid track. Um, Trippy's been coming out with some some great singles lately. I, I'm I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be dropping an album either this week, this coming week or next week. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, always been a low key Trippy fan. Um, not like the biggest, you know. Like I know every song or every album, but you know when he drops, I'll listen. Um, maybe not the first night, but I'll, I'll definitely peep it. I'll uh, maybe probably add a couple of songs to the playlist, but always always a good listen from Trippy. Always. Uh, brings it on every track you can tell how much he loves to make music and I mean at the end of the day that's all you could really ask for and some of your favorite artists so um, definitely good track by Trippy um, what's it called I think my favorite single uh, that actually dropped um, this past uh, Friday was Kevin Abstract's single Slugger featuring Snot and Slow Tie I don't know if I'm I'm pretty sure his name's Snot it has a dollar sign so it's Snot uh, it's Slow Tie like I said, Kevin Abstract, Slaughter. That was a that was very very good single. Um, a song I actually didn't even know was dropping until um, it was already nine o'clock on Thursday, um, which you know, like I said, is technically uh, midnight on the West Coast. And I saw, um, I mean, I followed Kevin Abstract and Brockhampton, of course, on Twitter, and I saw that uh, they had all retweeted uh, him and this song, his video that he just released with the song. Uh, so of course I had to check it out, um, and th it was definitely a great track. I mean, I've listened to Kevin Abstract's um, solo album probably maybe three times total. Uh, I don't even know the title of his solo album, uh, so I'm not really. I, I I have definitely you know well well versed on Brockhampton, but haven't really give Kevin Abstract that uh, that good listen I'd say uh, in terms of his solo projects. But this track, I mean everybody uh you know all three artists definitely brought it uh, i definitely like this version of kevin abstract when he's just going in on the beat it's it's different i love how he's always so unique with his sounds uh, it's not you know just the same shit that's always made over and over again so you gotta appreciate about that about him and the rest of brockhampton really so uh, definitely enjoyed this track um it made me really excited i don't know if he's dropping a solo album or if he just decided to drop a single with these guys but definitely made me pretty excited for um his potential oh, the sirens are going off sorry about that the sirens are going off but um 
yeah, it definitely made me very excited for Kevin Abstract's, uh potential solo album slash, I don't know, EP maybe. Uh, but this, this I definitely highly recommend checking this track out. Um, and what was another single that I listened to? I know there was other guys that dropped. I know uh, 2K Baby dropped a single. Rush dropped a single. Uh, Ryan Trey dropped a single. But I just haven't haven't been able to get to those yet. Um, and I know when we get into projects now, um, Boozy dropped a, sing- dropped a project. Uh, Draco the Ruler, uh, very excited for that. I still have not listened to that project yet. Um, but the main big... Uh, project that did release this week was Pop Smoke's second album, his second posthumous album as well, uh, and this was Faith. Um, this, was, like I said, Pop Smoke's unfortunately was not able to be with us with, for his first album, but uh, the label uh, went went in, uh, you know, was able to uh, strap together a surprisingly twenty-track uh, album. Um, personally. Uh, when we're talking about faith, I, I truly enjoy. I truly enjoyed this 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 listen. The first, I want to say two three listens. I, I truly did enjoy. It. I mean, good news with uh, Pop Smoke's mom on the intro, uh, really speaking on his name, and then that leading into more time and Pop Smoke really bringing in on that track and uh, tell the vision. I know Kanye was a little, uh, you know, he had a he had an erratic uh, uh, flow and delivery on this track, but then Pop Smoke. I mean. His mom started talking and uh, about you know Pop Smoke being in Brooklyn and speaking on where Brooklyn's at, and then that for that to kind of transition into Pop Smoke, you know, saying "Mama, we made it," you know, "We made it, we made it." Like it's it, it was it was definitely this was one of my favorite tracks on here, Television, and then Pusha T, um, also on this track with Kanye. Uh, I mean, of course, his his uh, Pusha T's feature, of course, brought some uh, controversial lyrics as. Um, you know, the crown is only for the king. They're trying to place it on a clown. My first thoughts was he was trying to diss Drake. Um, of course, Pusha T and Drake have been going, they've been feuding for probably two, three, four years at this point. Started with the son of Adonis and, uh, you know, Drake's uh, blackface picture being put on um, Pusha T's uh, diss track. And then um, Drake supposedly, uh, you know, well, of course, Pusha T in that song exposes the fact that Drake has a child with the, with um, the uh, what's it called? I believe she is a stripper, or I don't know if she, I don't think she's a prostitute. I, I believe she's a stripper, um, but he, I, 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 I believe she's just well known, or you know, a lot of rappers, you know, she's she she's just well known, um, and people, I don't know, if she's dated a celebrity before, and that's how people had already known her. Or, you know, knew who she was, but uh, he kind of exposed that on that track, and then Drake supposedly made a track, um, and he, he uh, that he has said multiple times that he personally didn't want uh, to be a part of his discography because he never wanted to sink to that level, um, and it kind of stopped there. Of course, Drake addressed uh, the whole beef on Scorpion and March 14th, where he uh, really dives into uh, why he hadn't really told the world about his son, why he... Um, you know, decided to kind of keep it on the low. Um, and I mean, for good reason, uh, you know, being somebody that kind of had to, uh, you know, go through that whole process of um, figuring out uh, if, you know, 
you know, my child was mine. And it's not to say that the, the woman was lying or anything like that. It, it's still, uh, you know, you kind of just want to confirm it for yourself. You want to make sure. Um, and for that first uh, time, supposedly, that Drake took a paternity test for, for that to then be... Um, messed up in the um what's it called the transportation to uh the paternity clinic um of course that would definitely give me or anybody else who um really is trying to figure that shit out it would it would definitely not give me any peace of mind and i would definitely want to uh move past that and in a way of you know getting you know more tests done uh, trying to figure out whether or not this is real or not still and it would probably stress me out even to another extent so i'm sure that added more pressure to him especially because he's freaking drake at the end of the day um but uh unfortunately um you know that kind of led to this whole announcement of him having the kid being postponed because he still didn't even know whether or not he had a child um and then of course Pusha t then this is him and then he exposes the fact that he is a child um, and then it leads to uh, Drake addressing and on Scorpion, like I just said. So um, at first, I thought Pusha T was definitely dissing Drake. Um, but then when I started le- reading comments on Twitter, uh, supposedly he was uh, possibly taking shots at Sits9 as well, um, as he was saying he's the, as you know, Sits9 has come out and said many, many times uh, that he is the king of New York. Um, and I guess Pusha T has claimed that as well. Um, and of course, you know, I guess I, I guess they've been feuding before. Or they've they've exchanged words back and forth between their between their uh, mutual crews. So I don't know. Let me know who you guys think Pusha T was dissing. I still think he was dissing Drake, but um, Pusha T's like I said, Pusha T's verse had some you know controversial lyrics or not controversial really. Just you know, it, it's a Pusha T verse. He's in a he's in a still speak his shit. Like Pusha T definitely does put out good verses and. Uh, great songs, great. I mean, Daytona is still one of the best albums of 2018, Grammy nominated. I'm very excited. I mean, he said, "Look, Tyler got the album of the year for now, but Pop about to drop. I see the platinum in the clouds. Um, now Push about to drop, so the real trappers stick around. The crown is only for the king. They trying to place it on a crown. So uh, that was literally his entire verse right there. Um, I'm excited to see what Pusha T talks about, what his subject matter is on his next album. It's been a while since we've heard from Pusha T, and I feel like uh, the last time we did was really the Drake diss. I mean, that was definitely after Daytona dropped, and um, that was, I mean, in the, I mean, that was in the era of when Kanye was producing those seven-track EPs and, um, you know, putting on for good music. So um, definitely interested to see what Pusha T tries to talk about in his next album, supposedly that he is dropping and he's coming with some music. So, um but i mean like i said uh getting back into pop smoke's album um that song was pretty good that shot three and then you get into manslaughter featuring rick ross and the dream uh still a solid track um and then i believe the best track on here about a million with 42 dutch 21 savage that was probably my favorite off the rip um i probably listened to faith about six seven maybe eight times now up to this point and i'd still say that this is one of my favorites um, I'd say this one, Television, um, The Genius with uh, Lil TJ and Sway Lee, uh, What's Cracking with Takeoff, uh, Eight Ball with Kid Cudi. Those are probably my favorite on here, but uh, some good shots on here. Um, but like I said, I, I, I truly um, I truly did like this album, and I still, I still think it's solid. Um, but 
I, I know the biggest controversy and kind of what everybody's been talking about when it comes to uh, faith and when it comes to these posthumous re- uh, humanist releases is, you know, these, these artists just don't sim- simply don't have any control over um, what the producer, what their management, what their label decides to put out under their name, you know, and um, don't get me wrong, uh, Shoot for the Moon, Main for the Stars, one of the best albums of 2020. Um, it, it really showed where Pop Smoke was going with this whole thing. And um, I really think that, you know, especially with the Deluxe being 34 thirty-four songs, um, I really thought that that would be the last time we ever heard a Pop Smoke project, at least. Of course, we'd maybe hear some features if he had done some with artists and they were still, you know, working on uh, various songs or albums. But uh, the fact that we still got a 20-track album was pretty insane. Um, and like I said, I did enjoy it on the first couple of listens, but I can completely understand what people mean by, I mean, a lot of these, um, songs, I mean, there's a reason why there's so many goddamn features on this fucking project. And a lot of these songs simply sound like, you know, some chorus that Pop Smoke was kind of working with some, um, you know, just, just he, there, I, I want to say that there was pr- the, the songs that with, without the features, those are probably... You know, it's it's uh, more time, which is the second track on here, and then you got beat the speaker, you got coop, and then you got uh, mercy, uh, the last song on there. So that's four out of the twenty songs do not have features. The rest of them do, and I feel like those are the only songs that truly were completed, truly were a, an original full idea from Pop Smoke, and the rest of them. Um, whether it's just choruses that were completed by Pop Smoke, whether it was just uh, simply ideas that he was trying to messing with. Maybe he was just in the studio recording himself or, you know, just kind of messing around with uh, different beats, trying to find something out. Uh, you can kind of just tell uh, throughout, the, throughout the project that uh, that's exactly what it was. And I can understand why, uh, you know, you might not necessarily like that, why you want... Um, you know, there to be, uh, you know, more of, you know, Pop Smoke really, um, you know, having full control, full say. Uh, but at the same time, I think I appreciated it just for the fact that we got to hear, uh, you know, something, you know, and we, we got to, you know, some of these features, you know, Dua Lipa, that was, that was um, you know, you could tell that Pop Smoke was trying to go more pop and he wanted to, you know, get that radio time. He wanted to really, um, you know, show his versatility and you know it's cool seeing a Dua Lipa feature it's cool seeing a Chris Brown feature um it's cool seeing the Pharrell feature uh but when when um you know it's it's not completed ideas and uh you know you're, you're having like the like I said label management whatever it, whoever it is uh kind of make those decisions for the artist um and then uh kind of make the the decisions of production as well you know who knows if that was the uh, beat where uh, Pop Smoke was really spitting over, uh, or you know, saying that chorus of specific songs, or saying those, you know, his one verse over, or did they did they completely change it up and they, they made it a new beat so a certain artist could also hop on it and make it something completely different? So of course the creative control is just not there when an artist is unfortunately gone, unfortunately passed away. Um, but that's kind of just what happens with these posthumous re- humanist releases. And, um, you know, I, I think that I, I've definitely, um, 
you know, found some peace with that. But at the same time, I can completely understand the other point of view. So, um, you know, faith overall, uh, it's solid. It's uh, it's good. If you're a Pop Smokes fan, I, I really just think you should listen to this project. I think you should give it a chance. I think you should still listen and, you know, just just, uh, you know, hear your guy. Um, even if you're not a Pop Smokes fan, I think, you know, just listen to it. Give it your own thoughts. Don't worry about what everybody else on the internet's saying you know i think that's the problem nowadays with you know social i love social media do not get me wrong social media helps me with this podcast social media helps everybody stay in tune with what's going on and their various you know uh you know feeds and what they like and what they um don't like but at the end of the day like you got to form your own opinion you cannot allow these people on twitter uh you know to form it for you you cannot allow uh, really for you know you know anybody to, to speak on what you like to speak on what you feel um, when you're listening to a project and it's okay to have an opinion that's not popular so um, you know I really just think that you gotta you gotta give this a listen um, regardless of what you are hearing regardless of what uh, you know the people that around you are saying about it um, because you know at the end of the day uh, how many more projects, how many more songs, how many more even little ideas, even if we get to hear pop again, like how many more are we going to really get, you know, how much more music are we really going to get? I think that's my mindset and why I'll still uh, give this a project a listen and, you know, still at least give it a shot. So Pop Smoke Faith, um, you know, I, I, I would probably give it a six and a half. Maybe if nah, I would I probably go I probably go from a five to like a six and a half. That's the range. Uh, depends on the mood. Depends on the day. But uh, so far, I'd say yeah. I said six, seven, eight listens in. I'd say like a five to a six and a half out of ten. Um, like you know, it, it's it's growing. It's it's growing on me. But then sometimes it's it's not, and I, I kind of get frustrated with it. So um, that's my review right now from Faith for Pop Smoke's album. But let's get into some music that are currently celebrating anniversaries. Um, it is Tuesday, so it is um, album anniversary day. So uh, first and foremost, one of the greatest albums ever created top five in my book might even be top three honestly um you know the man the myth the legend kevin parker who does it all um you know you might know him uh through tame impala because it's literally fucking him uh but current dropped six years ago today debuted at number four on the billboard top 200 went platinum uh this past year as well um you know one of the greatest albums of all time if you've never heard currents before i i really really um, just beg you to listen to not even Currents, but just Tame Impala in general. You can even listen to the Slow Rush. The Slow Rush is, you know, you know, it's more current, obviously more modern, but current. I'm, I mean, just Currents, man. Oh my freaking god! This album, like I said, top three of all time in my book. It is on my vinyl wall for a reason. Um, Kevin Parker speaking on Currents uh, the other day about the anniversary. It's literally just me in my room. I love to have everything within reach so that it starts resembling a cockpit. I love to be able to put my hands on a keyboard to have a guitar and a bass within reach as well as all the effects. Then I just piece it together. And that's exactly what he does, uh, you know, throughout this entire project. And, um, you know, with every project he's ever created, you know, he's able to, re he, he just has all the creative, con you know, he's able to just do whatever he wants. And for the music knowledge of Kevin Parker to be as extreme as it is, 
Um, and for him to put together a project like Currents, like the Slow Rush, um, you know, it, it, it's just insane to me. You know, it really is. It's, it's, it's truly, it shows how much knowledge this man truly has. And I mean, Currents, the third studio album by him. So, you know, he, he had been trying to develop this, you know, um, you know, the psychedelic pop sounds, you know, alternative, maybe some dance, alternative dance, maybe, um, you know, he'd been developing it through his previous two projects. Um, and I feel like Currents is when he truly mastered this and truly uh, gave us all what we had been wanting uh, after really listening to those first two projects and, you know, kind of giving the feedback of what was working and what w simply wasn't. So, um, you know, uh, definitely, uh, you know, venturing deeper and deeper into, um, you know, what electronic music can be what psychedelic music can be because um, it's a real genre and people are you know obviously liking it obviously fucking with it if if kevin parker and tame impala and you know some of these other artists are making i mean travis you can and then you can hear the influence of an artist like tame impala on artists like travis Scott, on artists like you know even rappers pop stars with the beats um you know with the production that is out nowadays you can completely hear um, the, the, the influence that a Kevin Parker and an album like Currents has, uh, just from a production standpoint, um, it, it's, it's, it's an insane album. Um, you know, it, of course, the biggest, uh, song on here has got to be the, le uh, what's it called? The less you know, the less I know, the better, um, probably the most, you know, well-known song on here, but I mean, besides that, you know, let it happen. One of the greatest intros to an album of all time. If you've never heard "Let It Happen," I, I please, I, I urge you to go to your car. I urge you to put it on the volume that suits you most comfortable. Kick it back. You know, put put your seat back, close your eyes, put on "Let It Happen" by Tame Impala, and just let Kevin Parker take you into his mind, and the rest of the album will follow. You know, it's. It, it's it's just it's an amazing piece of work. Six years. Tim, I mean Kevin Parker's still in this. I'm about to see him two times in the next. Excuse me, in the next um, three months. So I'm very excited for that. Um, but Currents, man, what it what a project, what an album. Um, and I mean, you know, it, it still shows its relevance to this day. It still shows its influence to this day. And that's how you can tell. The difference between good music and great music. So, Kevin Parker, aka Tame Impala, sits years of currents. Another guy who's uh, you know pretty fucking popular, pretty fucking cool. Another top three artist. Another amazing human being. Kid Cudi dropped his debut mixtape, A Kid Named Cudi, 13 years ago today. Um, this is the first uh, project where we saw Day and Night. We saw Man on the Moon on this project. Uh, the concept kind of be created. Um, because of this tape, uh, Cleveland is the reason is one of my one of my all time favorites um, on this one. Uh, Save my soul, pillow talk, um, the prayer. One of Kid Cudi's greatest songs, the prayer. Please get the prayer on streaming services. Um, yeah, I mean, Kid Cudi's first project. If if you are uh, if you are any sort of fan of Kid Cudi, I guarantee you'll love. A man, uh, what's called a kid named Cuddy. 
uh, you'll be able to kind of see where Kid Cudi started, where he kind of uh, was able to create a name for himself, really get um, known and really, uh, you know, get the lights of a Kanye and good music and be able to sign to a major label to create what we all love today, Man on the Moon Trilogy, Indicud, um, you know, just, just everything that's come since a kid named Cuddy um, has everything to do with what he did on this project and what he was able to do when he had nothing, when he didn't have the label, when he didn't have the money to get a major feature on there. So um, definitely, I mean, 13 years, man. I, I mean, it's just craziness. The fact I've been for, you know, more, more listening. I've been listening to Kid Cudi more uh, years. I mean, I've been listening to Kid Cudi more than like half of my life, if that makes sense. I'm 21 now, um, and I've listened to Kid Cudi more years than I haven't listened to Kid Cudi, and I just think that's absolutely crazy. Um, I, I, I mean, this man has just been there for me through thick and thin, through everything I could have ever imagined, and he's still with me to this day. One, one kid in, a girlfriend that is just... I mean, my soulmates, uh, I mean, just every, seen me through everything. It, it's, it's just, it's remarkable. And he's still in this game. He's still running yet. He's still going to, I mean, he's going to break the internet with intergalactic. He's going to, I mean, he broke the internet with the, the Amazon day prime show. Um, highly recommend watching that if you still haven't. Um, and I mean, he's going to break the internet with intergalactic. He's going to break the internet with the strats. Um, it's, it's, he's still still finding new ways to be innovative to you know do stuff that he's never done even though he's 13 years into this game 15 you know whatever it may be and i mean that's just a guy you got to root for it's a guy you want to win at the end of the day so so good to see kid Cuddy win so good to see this man continue to have the success he does but um i mean 13 years of a kid named Cuddy. that's just that's ridiculous but um, I mean, it just shows the work ethic. If you have that work ethic, if you have that drive, you can truly do whatever you want to do. And it's all about your path. It's all about your vision. It's all about what you know, um, you know, is best for you and, and for your future. So, I mean, that's all I see from Kit Cuddy. That's all I've ever heard from Kit Cuddy. And that's exactly why the man has uh, been the influence he has been in my life. But, um, you know, shout out to Kit Cuddy. I love you, man. If you're ever listening to this or ever ever hear this i mean the influence the impacts that you've had on my life not just musically but my mindset approaching every day my mindset uh just being able to wake up and really attack um you know various tasks and um you know why i why i belonged and why i'm i'm uh, you know unique in my own ways uh, i mean it's it's remarkable what you've done for me and it's remarkable what you've done for so many kids uh my age and and even younger, you know, the impact and the impact that you're still having on generations is, is crazy. And I can't wait to continue showing my, my own kids and, um, you know, just whoever whoever is interested, uh, you know, the impacts that Kid Cudi can have on on one's life. But uh, enough of that. Moving on into some new music that is potentially will con somewhat confirmed because it is Kanye West after all, uh, but potentially dropping this Thursday night slash friday um of course uh this all started with last week kanye west was supposedly playing new music in the studio with tyler the creator um in the in the background you could see a whiteboard that had a track list on it um and then 
uh, Justin host Justin Layboy actually tweeted two days after Kanye West and Tyler Crater were in the studio that excuse me that he had heard the entire album um, with KD the previous night in Vegas and that the production was light years ahead of anything um, you know in this time the bar sounded just like he you know everybody wanted it to be um, and that this project was coming and then that was then followed the same day um, by Kanye West uh, having a listening party for his upcoming val- uh, album in Vegas. Um, and this listening party, uh, according to the attendees, um, they, they said this new album would have features such as Lil Baby, Baby Keem, Travis Scott, Playboy Cardi, Post Malone. So it just kept getting better and better and better. But of course, you know, it's Kanye. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, we're going to, we're going to give in, we're going to believe. And then that led to today where Kanye West this morning deletes all of his Instagram posts and finally posts something. And it was just a random collage of photos. Um, and it seems to be a new Yeezy season finally upon us. And then tonight during game sets of the NBA finals, um, a commercial for Beats uh, headphones dropped, and this featured a new Kanye song, No Child Left Behind. And this song, also, I mean, in this commercial on the bottom right corner, it says that Donda drops this Friday and that there will be a listening event live stream on Apple Music Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So just some just some craziness. I mean, Kanye West, 10th, solo al- 10th studio solo album, Donda. We'll be dropping this Friday officially. Um, I mean, I don't even think my head is still wrapped around this. It has officially been 364 days. I mean, it would have been 364 days late on Friday as Kanye West did um, announce Donda 364 days ago on Twitter. And that officially, you know, never really went anywhere. Uh, So Kanye, uh, that is his second latest album uh, of all time in his career, of course, Kanye has a tendency to uh, postpone, push back albums. So this is the second latest that he's had. But I mean, for us to finally be in a new yay season, I mean, how much more blessed do we have to be in the month of July? We got Tyler. We got new pop. We got, you know, a bunch of other new music that has come out this year. The Voice of the Heroes. We got, um, you know, we had Polo G. We had... Uh, I mean, just I'm just trying to name stuff off the top of my head. I just can't stop thinking about Kanye. <laughs> but like I said, Polo G, we've had Tyler, we've had um, who else? We've had Brock Hampton, we've had um, I mean multiple singles from Don Tolliver. We've had uh, I already said the voice here. We had Vince Staples. Um, we had Juice World with his um, anniversary uh, to Goodbye and Good Riddance, and also. Um, side note, Juice World's label coming out and saying that part one of uh, the album and the three-part EPs that they will be dropping uh, will be dropping soon. Um, and all three parts of the album should be out by this year with a documentary coming February 2022. So, I mean, just some great music, some great people, some great artists, you know, that uh, are at the top of the game, really. Uh, dropping and for Kanye West to now be dropping and Drake supposedly on the way as well I wouldn't be surprised and then I mean Kendrick as well Jay Cole's already dropped 
I, I couldn't have asked. Isaiah Rashad is also dropping on. I mean, it, the list goes on and 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 on. And for Kanye to be on that list and for it to be confirmed. And he's also now performing at Rolling Loud Miami. So whoever's at Rolling Loud Miami, I am very, very jealous that you'll be the first to experience the Donda era of Kanye West. But Kanye's back. Please mark your calendars because this one is going to be it one of the ages and i'm very excited for it but um on to some basketball news of course tonight was the nba finals game sits going into this one multiple 40 point games in the nba finals before age 25 devin booker Dwayne wade and rick barry so devin booker coming into this one trying to make even more history but his point god his point guard chris paul is one of two players who have lost three seven game playoff series leading 2-0 and of course the suns were leading 2-0 in this series um so headed into game sits down 3-2 to the butts chris paul was on the verge of becoming the first player to lose four best of seven games our mess not best of seven games best of seven series in which his team lost 2-0 and that he would then be like i said the second player uh to i mean not only second player he would he still it would uh what's it called right now he's with blade griffin for the only two people to lose three 2-0 series leads because of course they were both on the clippers but then if he were to lose tonight he would then become the first player to lose four, four best-of-seven uh, series when his team led 2-0. Don't even get me started on the fact that uh, the Rockets were also up 3-2. The Clippers were up 3-1 at one point as well. So, I mean, Chris Paul has just had the shittiest luck um, when it comes to the playoffs and leading in a series. And on the other side of the ball, I mean, the Bucks transformation from 2014, 15-67. Giannis's first season, Chris Middleton's first season, to now. 15 wins total in the regular season in 2014. 15 wins total in this year's playoffs. So two completely different, you know, out, you know, basically possibilities going into game sits, storylines going into game sits. And I mean, this the, both teams did not really come uh, ready to play. As in the first five minutes, there was seven turnovers a combined seven turnovers which actually tied the most turnovers in the in the in in nba finals first five minutes and over the past 25 seasons i was just like man oh man nobody is trying to nobody's trying to win right now and it definitely showed um but you know Giannis did have 10 points um in this first quarter while the entire Suns starting lineup finished with 11 so Giannis did come to play um even though both teams uh, definitely had nerves early on, especially Drew Holiday. I mean, this man shot one for 11 in the first half, which is actually the second worst field goal percentage in the first half of an NBA Finals game in the past 25 years. Um, so, I mean, not a good start by basically anybody but Giannis. Um, and this man also had 20 points in a quarter, uh, in quarter two, and that was the um, second time that he had 20 points in this final series uh and the last time somebody were to do that uh to, you know multiple games with uh 20 points in a quarter was michael jordan 93 so definitely i mean this was just Giannis's game and you know the suns the suns pushed the suns crawled back from down 29 16 after the first to then take a five-point lead headed into the half 47 
um, to fifty to, to forty two, up five. Basically the same storyline as game five. I mean, the Butts trailed very badly after quarter one, but then w- somehow miraculously went into the half up by four. So the Suns doing the reverse on the Butts, um, being able to take a lead going into halftime, but then the Butts able to win quarter three by five, head into the fourth quarter, tied up, and this is where Giannis was Giannis. And he completely showed why he is a two-time MVP. You know, why Giannis is, you know, now a finals MVP, now an NBA champ, now the one of the, one of, uh, I believe, is it two people to ever have all three? I'm trying to remember. I can't seem to find... Okay, never mind. Doesn't matter. Giannis now, Defensive Player of the Year, Finals MVP, regular MVP, NBA champion, one of three players I believe to ever have all, th- ever have accomplished all three of those feats. As the Butts are able to beat the Phoenix Suns in Game Six of the NBA Finals, one hundred five to ninety eight, able to win the series four to two. Giannis in this one, just a just like I said, a freaking game of the ages probably one of the greatest playoff performances i've ever watched um and i know a lot of people agree with this i mean 50 fucking points 14 rebounds two assists chris middleton had 17 drew holiday had 12 bobby portis off the bench was super super clutch for the butt 16 off the bench and i mean Giannis, man i just can't say enough about him First player to record multiple 30-point halves now in this NBA Finals, as he did have 30 points in this second half. Um, I mean, just completely, completely dominated this entire game from start to finish. 12th game this postseason with 30 points and 10 rebounds, which is the second of all time, only behind Shaq with 13. Um, I mean... The second player in NBA Finals history with 40 points, 10 rebounds in a singles game, which also joins Shaq. Um, and also five blots in this one. So getting it done defensively and offensively. I mean, man towards 47% of the butts points tonight, which is the fourth highest in a finals game um, in this shot clock era. Uh, the seventh player in the finals history to have 50 points. Uh, the last two, of course, being LeBron and MJ. Um, I mean, the first player to have 50, 10, and 5, and the 5 mean blots, not assists. Uh, I mean, the regular season MVP of 2019, the regular season MVP of 2020, and now the finals MVP of 2021. Just a stacked resume at 20 sits, five-time All-Star, like I said, one-time Defensive Player of the Year, two-time MVP, one-time Finals MVP, and one-time NBA champ. Just signed a five-year, $228 million deal before the season, which got him completely scrutinized social, um, via social media, uh, the press, you know, not going to win with the butts. Then that led to Drew Holiday being criticized because he was not worth three first-round pits and the butts, you know, basically ruining Giannis's prime. And, you know, it, it, the list went on and on and on and on. But him, his brothers, now all champions as the butts like i said able to claim their first title since 1971 i mean and they they did it with a lot a lot of grit 
a lot of, um, you know, not giving in, not allowing the media, the press, whoever it may be, to tell them, you know, they are what they aren't. I mean, down 0-2 to the Brooklyn fucking Nets in the Eastern Conference semifinals, able to crawl out of that. Down 0-1 to the Hots in the uh, Eastern Conference finals, able to crawl out of that. Down 0-2 to the Suns in the NBA finals, able to crawl out of that. As everybody's saying, they're maybe the worst team uh, to be, maybe the worst coach team to ever be in the finals, maybe the you know dumbest team to ever be in the NBA finals. Everybody didn't like the way they were preparing as their approach kind of stayed the same uh, when it came to you know keeping it relaxed, not being stressed. Um, and I mean, that led to some legendary performances um, and one of the lights of one of the best power forwards of all time in Giannis Antetokounmpo. So as as he um, is able to now join a list of people with f- multiple 40-point finals games. Um, and, I mean, Rick Barry, Elgin Baylor, Kyrie, LeBron, MJ, Shaq, Dwayne Wade, and Jerry West. Out of that list, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of the eight people I just mentioned are in the Hall of Fame. I mean, not seven of the eight. Wait, I had to count wrong. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So out of these eleven people, it looks like eight people are in the Hall of Fame, and the only people that aren't is Kyrie, LeBron, and Dwayne Wade, and also Devin Booker's on this list. So people that aren't in the Hall of Fame on this list are damn well going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. I mean, just a remarkable playoff performance by Giannis, a remarkable game sits, and for the butts to do it the way they did, man, just showing that they are better, at, regardless of what the series may be, they're going to find a way at the end of the day for the butts to finally win a championship, bring it home, Giannis to finally get that moment for him and his city and really show uh, what what it means to stay loyal, what it means to stick through those tough years. I mean, 15 wins his first season with Chris Middleton. 15 total wins. I mean, and now NBA champions seven years later. It's it's a great story, and all you got to do is feel good for the man. You know, regardless, I mean, I, I, I truly I wanted CP3 to win if you asked me game one of this series. Um, but at the same time, you know, I can't even. I wasn't even gonna be mad if Giannis won. You you can't hate on a guy that, you know, on and off the court. You know, especially off the court, does the right thing. Is the good public person. Always has the right thing to say. To the media always is funny. Always holds himself accountable over his teammates. Always takes the blame. Always, you know, makes sure that he, everybody understands that you know. At the end of the day, he is the best player, and he has to treat himself uh, with that type of respect. And, I mean, in these NBA Finals, he really gave a big middle finger to every fucking hater, and I absolutely loved it. Everybody was here for it, Giannis. You know, I'm very happy that you finally won a chip, and, I mean, shout out to the Butts, man. 50-year drought, finally completed. Unfortunately, the Suns not able to get it done, but some legendary performances by Devin Booker in these playoffs. And that man is just getting started because he is just as dangerous, just as lethal (coughs) as anybody else in the league. And I mean, for him to still only be 24, just some remarkable things. But the Butts, able to win the NBA championship. Shout out to them. 
congratulations on the Suns also for having an amazing season. I mean, got to hold your head high after that one. Um, and, you know, it's now the offseason. You know, what's going to happen in the offseason? Um, I'll definitely be able to talk about it in the next episode. Will there be, um, you know, any moves very soon the draft is only nine days away so what's going to happen in the draft who's going to be trading up who's going to go first second third all of that will be covered very soon um in my nets podcast um if not uh very soon as well but thank you all for listening i hope you all um enjoyed this one uh this has been gino spirito uh episode 51 i guess i said coming at you live from hawaii uh you know if you you know, are down in the dumps. If you don't feel like uh, life's going your way, I really just suggest you, you know, really continue to strive forward. Really, you know, don't allow anybody or anything to, um, you know, tell you what you are, to tell you what you can do, to tell you where you can be. Because, you know, if you told me two years ago that I'd be in Hawaii, uh, with, um, you know, one of my best friends and, uh, luckily my girlfriend and, uh, the person that, uh, is really just, you know, just the best to me and, uh, being able to live, uh, you know, through this vacation and get to experience everything that Hawaii has to treat to me. I, I would just tell you you're lying and I tell you that, uh, you know, I don't know who you're talking about, but you got the wrong person. <laughs> um, but I mean, like I said, continue to strive forward always. Continue to push through anything that life throws your way because you never know what's on the other side. Um, and, you know, I promise you that most of the times uh, it's it's exactly what you, were, you, you wanted even if you couldn't um, see it to begin with. So uh, that's all I got for today. I hope you guys all had a great Tuesday. Um, that's all I got, like I said. And I, I really hope, uh, you know, you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you did, please tune back in because I will be here tomorrow um, for plenty more news. So, like I said, stay up, stay active. Hope you guys all have a great day. Um, hope you guys all have a great night, and I will catch you very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in.